Welcome to episode 110 of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, so welcome along to episode 110 of Iron Man Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Isles. How are you going mate? I'm very good. You've had a busy day today, haven't you? Busy day. Tell yeah. us about John. It's been up since 5 and it's now 8.38pm. We actually got an email from a couple of listeners saying, where's the show, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> Patience. Why are you so busy John? Because I'm out of here in 48 hours, or less than 48 hours. What time do you fly at? 4.30, so it's actually 44 hours. It's actually quite nice leaving in the afternoon, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Anyway, I Man Talk is proudly brought to you by... Coffeesofhawaii.com For all your coffee needs. Athlinks.com Just for everything. And trybuys.com For everything as well. So it's like for everything, for everything. Anything you'll ever need. So you can, you know, you've got your social friends, you've got your coffee friends, and then you've got your mates you go shopping with. And then you've got us. And you've got us and we your mates as well. Anyway, in this week's show we've got our news, we've got our... Age grouper of the week. High five was an interesting one this week, John. Where'd they come from? Well, it's it's from ex- not personal experience, but one of the athletes that I work with uh, on how to survive the snip. Okay, fair gracefully. Enough. Fair enough. I haven't had the experience myself, but hey, I'll know how to survive it after this. Exactly. Uh, we've got a product review on these uh, True Motion jackets. John and I got given some True Motion jackets, and they Very are fashion. Stylish. So we're going to talk about those, and we've got quite a few questions and answers. Mm-hmm. And I've actually got a few, few throughout oh, here as well. Because yeah. well, I backed them up from being overseas. Anyway, so this weekend coming up, we've got Iron Man Lanzagrotti. All the poms will be over there. It it's, you always tend to get a very similar sort of field over there. You get a few of the Spanish guys, a few of what we often turn the second tier guys, but you often don't get the real rock stars turning up. Yep. But it's a, it's a fascinating race. It's a very, very tough race. Um, certainly suits a, a different style of athlete because of the the wind in the hills um, and it's often a bit of a war of attrition so the, the number one seed that they've got down uh, this year is Ayn Johansson who he won the race back in 2006 and he won Ironman New Zealand when yeah. it was the half versions he's won there twice actually 205, 206 um, he's never really performed that well in, in Hawaii um, but he has had some you know some good results under his belt Number two seed is Bart Jammer from Belgium. Uh, great race at uh, Hawaii last year, finishing in 12th place. So he'll be another one to watch. Uh, and then we've got Stephen Bayliss, who... Yeah, probably favourite? Well, he'll be up there. He'll, he'll be certainly right up there. If he's within Kui of them coming off the bike, uh, he's certainly shown that he's got the, the, the run legs on. in that photo, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So he's up there. Also, Alexander Talbot. He's uh, fallen off the pace a little bit. A few years ago, he was awesome over in Hawaii. Um, I think they'll be the main men to watch. Okay. In terms of the girls, we've got to scroll all the way down. We've got uh, last year's uh, winner, v- Virginia Barisategi. Keep scrolling, mate. Keep Where scrolling. Where is it? Where is it? Keep scrolling. Mixing them up. It's a good, good thing with this site. I've got pictures of all the pros. So. Yeah, but they mixed it. Oh, Tara's there? Number one seed is Virginia Barisategi. She's won there t- uh, 2004 Oh, were they not girls? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, I thought that was a chick. Oh, dear. Oh. We did not mention his name. He might come and smack you. <laughs> Um, okay. But they've got Tara. And I thought that was a guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we've got Tara, who's the number two seed there. She finished. Uh, what did she finish there last year? Third or second? Second. Second, second last yep. year. 
Um, but I th- it was either last year or the year before when she went and she um, dislocated her collarbone. And yeah, that's right. On. She was telling us about it on Epicamp, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah. So. Yeah. And I guess the the other one to the certainly one. watch is Bella Comerford. Um, it's interesting because we've, we've trained with both Bella and Tara, and they're quite different athletes. You know, Tara is so much stronger than Bella on the bike. Yeah. You know, Tara is as strong as a lot of guys on the bike. Mm. Um, and she's a good, very good swimmer as well, but she's a weak runner. Uh, whereas um, Bella is fantastic runner, yep. not such a good swimmer, but it's improved and an average Strongest biker. Yeah, so yeah. uh, that'll be a really interesting battle. You know, Bella will be chasing all day, and uh, Tara will no doubt be trying to smash the living crap out of them on the bike. Mm, okay, so whatever race we got on, we've had a couple of results. Uh, no, no other Ironmans coming up. Um, Brazil. Oh, Brazil, sorry. Pick it up. up. Where are we going? Brazil, here we it, go. It is a race that sort of slips under the radar a bit sometimes, Brazil. Is it just because um, you forgot it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> but um, same with Lanzarote. You often just get a similar sort of field there each year. A lot of Brazilians, obviously. Quite a few Argentinians. Um, Anyone of note? Yeah, Oscar Galindez. Yep. Um, fantastic athlete. Olaf? Won there last year. Olaf is a regular down there from Germany. Um, Pete Verbrusik? Pete Verbrusik. We'll see how he goes. And Eduardo Stuller, who finished... He was in the top three there last year. I think he's also finished uh, second maybe in Florida either last year or the year before. So those will be the main guys to watch. Lots of names we couldn't really say, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of Brazilian dudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and on the chick side of things, we've got... We're really struggling on the girls' side of things. I don't, I'm don't. i not very familiar with uh, many of the athletes there Hillary? at all other than Hillary. Yeah. Um, the rest are pretty much all Brazilians or Argentinians. Uh, Fernanda Keller is racing. I'm not quite sure what sort of form she's in, um, but you know the Brazilian athletes I'm not super familiar with. Okay, then. So over the last period, we've had a few races on, and where did that go? You keep talking, John. I'm just going to. So we've had a couple results. of seventy point threes. Yep, we had we St Croix. Uh, it was either la- uh, the weekend before last. Craig Alexander came home in a one hour fifteen run to to take it. Uh, wow. Beating Marino Van Honecker and who was in third, Bevan. Richie Cannon, one, two, three, four, happy, happy days. days. Oh, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Ferris in fourth. Um, oh, so Ferris didn't have a great day. No, he uh, looked like he just struggled a bit on the run. He, he looked, looked like he What's came he normally like as a half guy? Reasonable. Yeah. yeah, but he's much better at Ironman. Is he? Um, yeah. Interesting to see. Unlessing only managed uh, ninth place. Yeah. Then on the girls' side of things... It's I think, a pretty slow course, but Craig only pulled off a 405. Yeah, the, the bike over there is very, very tough. They have the beast. The you beast. You've got to climb up the beast. Okay. Can we sort for chicks or not? Let's have a look. I'll see if we can sort for chicks. Female. There we, we go. go. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yep. There we go. Miranda Carfrey. Yep. Nina Aussie. Craft. Nina Craft second, and Brewey from Hawaii in third place. Oh, Tara came in there. Yeah, she was racing there. about fifth or sixth there. Seventh. Seventh? Yep. But, uh, yeah. Hmm. Solid stuff. Okay. We're yeah, going we're to be a little bit lighter on. Yeah, there's Tara on the front up there. Oh. Um, might be a bit lighter on our 70.3 news. We're really going to focus on the Iron Distance stuff. But well, we are called Iron Man Talk. And we had one other race at the weekend. We don't have any splits here, but it was Florida 70.3. And Paul Amy, the Kiwi come Pommy, took it out pretty comfortably. I don't know. 352. That. Yep. Now, he's a, he a Kiwi for a long time. He was brought up uh, in the same era as Cameron Brown, as part of the Brat Pack. Um, there was the brownie. brat pack, eh? Oh, the stories they could tell. <laughs> there was apparently a few. There's uh, Brownie, there was um, Paul Amy, there was Jamie Hunt, and there's a couple of other guys, all similar age, came up um, in the early days of triathlon, and were, they were awesome. Like um, Cameron finished second at the World Champs behind Spencer Smith in Canada, which was about 1993. Okay, so why didn't Cameron go on to be more of a better short course guy? 
he was not a fast enough runner, funnily enough, really? uh, and not a fast enough swimmer. Really? Um, so those are the two things. So he, he, that's the thing. Brownie is not super fast, but now he's taught himself how to be able to run consistently, a good, steady, fast, you know, yeah. good, fast, steady uh, Ironman pace. So just built up the years and years of experience. Like he's, what, 33, 34 yeah. now? He's been a full-time athlete since he was uh, about 17, 18. Yeah. So it's just that long, long, long endurance he's got now. So he's um, he's always a good performer. Paul Lamy, um, I had a, he was in my team in France for a season. Uh, and on his day, he can beat anybody in the world. Really? Um, I remember when we were over there, uh, I think it was 98 or 99, when world champs were in Lausanne. He finished second place behind Lessing. Um, and he's just a phenomenal athlete, but very much up and down like a yo-yo. Really? Uh, he's either on complete fire or he's pretty awesome. Ordinary. Oh. Uh, and he made the switch over to Great Britain because he thought it was going to be a bit easier to make the Olympic team and the, the funding was a little bit better as well. So, And did he make uh, it? He did actually qualify, I'm pretty sure, for Athens, but he had to pull out, he got injured, um, oh. or he had a bike crash or something. Okay. So anyway, he took it out, 352 from Santiago Ascendro from Brazil. Spencer Smith making a bit of a comeback in third place. Yeah, He's been round much. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Rosie back in sixth. Courtney Ogden was there in fourth. Girl side of things, Leander Cave. Nina Craft's got two seconds. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. uh, on her way back, which is yeah. good. 424, two minute gap there. Dee Dee Greasebar hang on, hung on for third ahead Lisa of Lisa Bentley. Bentley. Wow. Really good women's field, actually. Yeah. Catcher Shoemaker was there, Kim Lofter, Heather Golnick. Um, so, pretty strong girls' field. Mm. Okay, uh, what else we got here on our news? We have prize money for Ironman South Africa next year. There's a bit of a twist to it, isn't it? There is. It's fantastic. They're bringing in um, preems <coughs> for the swim, the bike, the run. Uh, no, for, for records, not preems. Yep. And they're also bringing in a bonus for race records. So, often when you get these sort of race record um, or they set times that you've got to try to beat, like beat eight hours, yeah. they're kind of really unrealistic. But given that Stephen Bayliss raced there this year and he set a course record, yeah. um, it, it's realistic for So for I wonder if he's cut it, eh? He's like, oh, <laughs> man, they bring it in this year. I wrote the record. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, it's great. You know, we've, we've got to see this money going up. Um, oh, that's the thing. How long can it last, especially with the way inflation's going nowadays? It's like... It's got to go up. Uh, we talked to Scott Molina about it. I think you may have mentioned in the interview last week. It just hasn't gone up in 20 years. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That is ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, the course records. The course record there in South Africa is eight eighteen by Stephen. Yeah, swim course records forty seven, then four twenty four for the bike and two forty five for the run. And Natasha Bateman's taken out the the course for nine twenty two. Yeah, so um, you pros out there. Bit of extra money on uh, on offer in South Africa next year. And it was from TriJuice. We love TriJuice. Okay, what else we got here? We got Ironman.com has a new website, which yeah. I actually don't have up here right now. But yeah. I look at it today. It's, it's better. Um, mm, but they seem to have copied the format of most news websites. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, 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 you know, if you, once you see the website, you would totally understand what I mean. It's like, it looks like slow twitch now. It looks like, you know, um, what's the other one? Um, X-Try. Yeah. And you know, they all look the same now. And obviously their content's very focused on their races and, you know, their PR. But, uh, yeah. I guess it might not be their responsibility, but I still find that a lot of the Ironman races around the world are still crap at promoting their own races. Mm. I find Ironman New Zealand does a really good job of it. The news comes out a lot. Yep. And you're watching Ironman.com in the weeks leading in. There's lots of little bulletins on who's racing, what's going yep. on. But we've really got to search for the information, and uh, Ironman.com should really be... Providing really that, eh? Providing that's it. really interesting with it as well, is that like New Zealand do do a good job, and they do it in a way that's not too full on, because you know often when you sign up for races, they end up, like, there's a race in New Zealand called the Grape Ride, mm. and the Grape Ride sends you a million emails a week, and you, you know, <laughs> and it's like, you just get over it, whereas I mean New Zealand will send you an email maybe once a month, but it's good information, and just yeah. tell you what's happening, and you know, it's not too intrusive, and 
They do a really good. I don't yeah. know. Five hundred more already sold for next year's race. Uh, I tell you, one good thing that's um, happened in the last week or so um, with Challenge Wanaka. Yep. They're having um, part of the Triathlon New Zealand National Series is going to be down there on the same weekend. Oh. So in New Zealand, we have a. I've set up last two years a national series, Olympic distance races spread around the country, um, and what we've often talked about is for these. Like a triathlon weekend. Start-up races, they yeah. need to have something else to try to bring in a bit more income. So the Challenge Wanaka is on the Saturday, um, and the National Series race is going to be on the Friday. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to go down and do the National Series race. I'll be oh. sitting out watching all the boys do the Challenge race on the Saturday. So I went, I'm, this time I'm going to stay the Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Because I had to leave early, break my heart. Yeah. But this time I'm partying hard. Good. Because Tui and Alex and the girls, yeah. oh, it's good times. <laughs> anyway, so we had our discussion. It's been a few weeks since we actually talked about this discussion, but it's it's been an interesting discussion, hasn't it? Yes. Who are the top 10 male Iron Men of all time? And last week we had Melina's top 10, and we also did the females, and his was pretty interesting. Listening to Melina, and one thing I was thinking about today when I was out on my bike, just kind of thinking about my own top 10, is how young our sport is. Yeah, 20... What was it? Well, it's about 30 years now. But yeah. it's still, you know, it's, it's such a young sport. You know, like it's... Finding 10 was actually quite tough, wasn't it? You know, the first five or six are pretty obvious. Once you get into 10, hmm. you know, there's no real, like, standout guys where you've got 10 top... You know, if you went basketball, yeah. the 10 top athletes of all time, you'd know they'd be household names. Whereas yeah. our one, you know, maybe the first, you know, the obvious ones are there, but then... Yeah. And there's not a lot of documentation in terms of this stuff. You know, you've really got to have a good, hard think about it. Um, mm. Because, you know, basically the only documentation that's available is on the internet these days. Yeah. And, and that often, if you look back at the Hawaii results, then it only sort of shows the top one. It was fantastic a while ago on Slow Twitch when they did that top 10 over for every single Ironman that, that was a real uh, real good oh did they so they do it for every New Zealand one no every Ironman Hawaii they had the top 10 results for every single oh, year really? so that was fantastic to look back and see who's done well so what did they do with that uh, still on the site probably oh, okay. yeah so if you do a search somehow on uh, Slow Twitch you'll probably be able to find it and um, it's really good at good reading hmm. well we should probably do that thing that we've done for the last two shows but didn't actually get on the shows Yep, I'll yeah. put that down the bottom there. Oh, good. Third time <laughs> lucky. Third time lucky. <laughs> Let's see how your memory is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we're not really going to name names today. We're just going to basically bring up the kind of names that kind of were obvious. Um, Mark Allen, Dave Scott, it was either one or two, or people would put them as the equal, really, wasn't exactly, it? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Right, should, we, should we do ours, and then we'll skim okay. through here? So okay. I'll do my top ten before first. We, before we go into it, big news for next week's show? Oh, yeah, Dave Scott. Yeah, we did an interview from this morning. We went nice and early. Thankfully, the sound worked yeah, properly. Yeah, it was great. And uh, um, So we've got an interview. It's about an hour long. It's a really good interview. We kind of touched a little bit on his history and a little bit where he comes from. Kind of different to what you would have heard from him before. We kind of When we do interviews, we don't want to just repeat the same crap every time that you've already heard. So mm. uh, we did that, and then he gives a lot of good training information. Eh? He's yep. pretty wise with his stuff. Eh? Uh, it's always awesome listening to um, Melina, Mark Allen, or Dave Scott those guys are just so knowledgeable, oh, you know, in terms stuff. of their anatomy, in terms of sports science, yep. in terms of practical race experience, yep. nutrition. Those guys are just machines, man. And they've just lived and breathed it the whole oh. life. Like, it was interesting talking, he was telling a story, you'll hear it next week, about Melina and him in 76. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I wasn't even born. <laughs> yeah, no, it, was, uh, it was good stuff. Anyway, I think... Um, well, everybody's probably going to have the same top two, and I, I didn't really differentiate um, a first and second, but Mark Allen and obviously Dave Scott, and uh, I don't think that needs too much explanation. Though. Okay, so why didn't you differentiate them? Well, uh, I know it's a- tough. A- Alan was a, fast, was a faster athlete in the end, yeah. um, 
but I but I think kind of Dave Scott really set the the standard, and he was just a slight slight error before Mark Allen. They yeah. they raced a lot, but but uh, Dave Scott I think is a bit older. Yeah. So I kind of yeah I I, I kind of think that without Dave Scott, Mark Allen wouldn't have been the athlete that he was. Yep. Um. So I kind of just had them first equal. You know, I actually did the same thing. I was just curious, and mine was just the same thinking that. <laughs> You know, when Dave Scott first started winning Kona, he was a lot slower than what he was by the end of it, and yeah. he kept progressing at that highest level, and he really did set the standard for such a long time. Mm. And obviously, there was that transition period of '89 where the you know the Iron War, but yeah, definitely, I think they both pretty much should be held at first equal. Mm. Uh, third, I had uh, Luke Van Laird simply because of when he uh, rocked onto the scene, uh, just amazing race you know he didn't have a weakness he was a fantastic swimmer fantastic biker and, and just an incredible runner so um i think he holds a course record there um and as i heard with scott's interview you did with him um just a shame he had injury issues as well so that sort mm-hmm. of curtailed his competitive career a little bit i actually was a bit of i went with peter reed for number three and, and i kind of looked into this one a little bit and i thought about it and he won ironman world champ three times he got second at the world champions three times he got third once he won ironman canada twice three ironman australia's ironman austria he had the third fastest ironman of all time fastest ironman run of a 235 mm, i wonder where he did that yeah i don't know so I, I, you know i don't think peter gets enough credit for what he's done mm. you know when you look at that and sure people say there's been faster guys and stuff but I don't know I think he, he probably for me was definitely deserving number three he, he just went rocketing down my rankings when I beat him at <laughs> 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 the Phuket what was it the Phuket International Triathlon 1990 look at his resume you know is there any other athlete an Ironman that has that good a resume uh, other, no. than the, other than the two guys yeah pro- probably not you know, and so it was for me. And he won the big one. You know, he won the big one three times, which is yeah. only the you know only whoever guys have got more than that. Yeah. So for me, Peter Reed. Um, once we, once I get past my third place, kind of all fourth through tenth are almost equal. So I haven't really got these in a particular order. Yeah. Um, but I had Pauli Kuru there in fourth place yeah. uh, or, or number four. Um, never won Hawaii, but he was uh, a really. I found him a really entertaining guy because he was a typical hard Scandinavian um, dude and he sort of really brought heart rate monitors into this into the scene and he was really I, I got this heart rate and uh, I always remember I can't remember which year it was but he, they had this little clip as they were showing the Hawaii coverage and he goes uh, when I go I go by my heart rate but when I go on the run uh, I don't wait for no beep beep when I go hard I go hard and I feel no pain it was something like that and he, just the way he talked he was a cool dude he did win Ironman Australia I, I believe about five times and he won a lot of other long course races Okay. Uh, and he certainly put the hammer down on Mark Allen a couple of times in Hawaii, and Allen really had to fight for it. So, well, because I didn't live in Laird earlier, live in Laird, it's obviously my number four. Uh, you know, the guy holds the record still, and to yep. do that, I think it deserves a lot of credit. Uh, I also had Jurgen Zach uh, in my top ten, um, purely because, again, same sort of reasons as uh, Pauli Kuru. He set a new benchmark on the bike he was one of the first of the Germans really just to rip the living crap out of the bike and make the other guys chase him down and he finished on the podium a couple of times in Kona uh, he won a lot of other iron distance races I think he won Ironman Germany a few times when it was in Rote uh, and he was also part of the you know, one of the famous most famous races ever when it was in Rote when there was uh, the three of them yep. um, Zach uh, Luke Van Laird and Hal Regal when yeah. they just went for the record and I think all of them um, broke, broke, it, broke yeah. eight hours so yeah. he was up there for me 
Um, well, see, this is obviously where I don't have the experience. I went with Sadler, and I actually gave him Sadler and McCormick uh, fifth equal. Uh, Sadler's got it twice. He's got the bite record. Uh, pretty good athlete, and he's done a little bit outside of you know Hakona as well, and obviously McCormick as well. And I think McCormick will go above Sadler by the end of his career, but at this moment in time, I think they're pretty much even. One thing a lot of people don't realise is how long Stadler's been around for. Uh, I remember 1994, he won the World Duathlon Champs in Australia, uh, short course. 94. 94. Wow. So he's been around for a long time, and he was a very good junior as well. So, um, yeah, he, he, he lists in my top ten at number seven. Yep. Um I also had Lothar Leader in there. Again, I've got quite. I've actually got quite a few Germans in here. I love the, the way the guy raced. Uh, he was the first man to ever break eight hours. Uh, he got on the podium in Kona. He won Ironman races all around the world. He's won Ironman New Zealand. Um, won Rote a few times. I remember he beat Macker in Rote. Um, but he was also quite a versatile athlete and did really well at short course. And he did them both at the same time. So um, I just thought he was a fantastic athlete. I went with Tinley, and I don't really know why. <laughs> one, he won. Uh, he won Kona, Kona twice. Twice. Although one of them was a bit of a have because yeah. it was the year no one turned up. But he was still. But he still won it. He was good. And apparently he was pretty good around the world as well. Yeah. So he was obviously one of the earlier, earlier I men, but. Um, I raced him as well and smoked him, so. Did you? He fell down. What was he, like 80 at that time? <laughs> he was actually. It was like one of my first international races, and uh, we, went, we were going to Hong Kong, and I, I, it was the first time I'd been to Hong Kong, and I thought, man, he's going to smoke us all. Yeah. And we all just absolutely killed him. <laughs> I don't it must be hard being a has been, you know, because like, yeah. you know, in their day they were legends, oh, yeah. you know, and you know, yeah, like yeah. on, you know, but when they're at the end of their career and they're getting a bit tired and injured and over it, yeah, you know, guys like you come along and yeah. you, 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 it's such a big thing to beat them, and <laughs> it's like, I don't know, it must be hard. He, he was over there for some clinic, and I'm sure he's getting paid lots of money to be there and just yeah. might as well do the race. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, who you else? loved it, didn't you? I, did. I, I had Peter Reed up there, um, but he was he was down my rankings a bit. I also had Ken Glar in there. Nice. Um, Never won Kona, never been on the podium in Kona, but part of the reason I like him in there is because he's been such a dominant force at Ironman New Zealand, won many, many times in New Zealand, yeah. and he's had a lot of top tens in Kona, um, and he's just, he's done he's so many. races as well, hasn't he? Yeah, 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 he's won Brazil several times, yeah. um, and he's just been going for so many time, so many years, he's done 50 Ironmans, so I guess my point here is um, these guys statistically may not be the best Ironman athletes ever, but they're the guys that I have a lot of respect for. Cam Brown, for me, number nine. Uh, it's a pity he hasn't won Kona. Um, he's got a second once, mm-hmm. two-thirds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, winning Ironman New Zealand consistently. You know, there was a year where it was the funny race. But to go back year and year out, and it hasn't been that he's just always had an easy run. Mm-hmm. You know, most years there's been someone who's really pushed into his limit. You know, with Luke Bell that year, every time that, you know, he's got off the bike behind um, Bjorn that year yeah. and he had to run 13 minutes down, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, most of the time is when he's won New Zealand, he's really had to win the race. You know, he hasn't just been the dominant athlete in a weak field. Um, I think also the reason I put him there was because he did get the European Championships, which I think was... In Germany, that, yeah. was, a big, that was a big one. And that was a big one for him, mm. so, yep, definitely. Uh, and uh, Maka got in there as well for me. Um, I do have a... With Maka, the thing is, that I, with him, I know how good he is and I expect him to be there. Yep. So it's almost like it's... I don't know, maybe almost a little bit too easy for him because he's so talented yeah. and he's got all the goods and he's just got to pull it together on the day and he should win... You know, I don't know, six times out of ten. Yeah. So I, I had him in there, um, but I was tossing, tossing up a little bit. But okay. I, but I do think over the next few years he he could win a few more titles. It'd be good to see, because um, Mick is so good for our sport. Um, Melina, just because I love the guy. Oh, God, I give him a man hug. Yeah. 
It was great doing the interview, I tell you. Yeah, oh, uh, you, always good value. Oh, you got to love Melina. And Melina, but Melina was obviously one of the big names in the game and, mm. you know, one of the people who got the sport forward. And If we had top 10 triathletes, he he would certainly be in my consideration. But mm. for Ironman, he was just kind of maybe just honourable mention. Oh, not really? quite oh. sneaking in there. Give him shit about that one on Epic Camp, um, Scotty, mate. <laughs> he'll, probably, he'll be smoking me up yeah, some bloody smoking, cult. You go, I'm where am I? 10, where am I? Although, in, in all fairness, he did say he wouldn't put himself on the top yeah. 10. So. We're going to look at a couple of other people's ones okay, just do very that. quickly. Let's do that. Just a few other names that people put up. There's some people started putting chicks up there. I don't know yeah, what that was all about. about. Mike Pig. Um, yep. Uh, a lot of people had Hal Regal up there as yeah. well. Uh, and uh, Some people wanted Ray Browning. Ray Browning. He was one of the very early early guys, and he won quite a few races. Somebody mm. had Lessing up there. Mm. He's, he's never done anything. I mean, has well, he? he's, he's won Nice a lot. Um, Rick Wells, or that was just Kiwis. Rick Wells never did very well in Iron Man. Did he? Did he ever try? No, uh, he did once or twice. A couple of times, he completely exploded. Um, Steve Farrell was on there for somebody. Yeah. Um, he's a very hard Kiwi man. Oh, uh, uh, Al Sultan got in there. Yeah. And then some people have gone on a different path. You know, John Collins, Commander John Collins, guy who invented yeah. the sport. Someone's got Stephen Bayless. That's a bit biased, but we'll give it to you. <laughs> Bob Babbitt. Mm, yeah. yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, some good reading on there. A few different opinions. If anybody wants to get on there, some people have got Rick and Dick Hoyt. Yeah. Nice. Spencer Smith makes a few appearances. Ken Glass. Somebody else has got Ken Glass up there. Hmm. Nice. Wolfgang Dietrich. He was one of the very first German dudes that used to go to Hawaii. Smack the living crap out of the swim. Smack the bike until he got caught, and then you wouldn't see too much more of him. But he, <laughs> st- he still had some top tens. <laughs> um, that was pretty much just that. Oh, Debu. The boom, the boom. Yeah, he, he. I mean, you can't, you can't take it away from him. how many titles he got two, yeah, two, two yeah, titles. So, two. Um, and he's also won Ironman New Zealand. He had a good race last year. Yeah, yeah. so he's just one of those quiet guys. Often you sort of forget about the quiet yeah, guys. That's why I'm loud. Yeah. <laughs> no one forgets Bevan. No one forgets me. You hear me before you see me. But anyway, this on this week's one. Oh, this uh, week's discussion. I have got a discussion that maybe we should I'll talk about for next week. But you go now. Okay. So one of the things. Um, uh, it's going to come up later in the show as well, is do we get too pampered at iron distance races with all the sport Are we and soft? aid stations? Are we soft? When you think about Māori sporters, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they shit in the wood, don't they? Exactly. <laughs> they don't piss around. <laughs> they, they do port piss around anywhere. Yeah. Um, no port in no nose races. <laughs> so, so should we have to be more self-sufficient? Is that, that that's something that would be appealing for you guys to race in? Um, so less aid stations and... Not so much pampering, basically. Next show, when we do a discussion, you know what the discussion is going to be? What? It's a yes-no answer. Do you pee in the pool? Right. <laughs> you don't have to put your name in there. It's just yes or no. Be a vote. <laughs> so the, on this week's uh, discussion, you'll be logging... Bevan's going to put it up on... Uh, I'm going to put gonna it up do it. on <laughs> Athlinks, but uh, you'll like, put a link on the website through to the page on Athlinks. Well, I won't be able to do that until next week. Because uh, okay. I'm doing the website tonight, and you won't do that tonight. I can do it as soon as I get home. Oh, when you get home, you send it straight to me, and I'll yeah. do it. Okay. If it's not on the website, you know who didn't do their job. Yeah, okay. So um, <laughs> you can put the comments up on Athlinks. You can either just go directly through our site, or you can go on to um, athlinks.com, and you can click on to uh, get onto the business directory, find Ironman Talk, and you'll easily be able to find it. I haven't it. been on Athlinks since I've been on holiday, so I've got a lot of work. you got a lot of work to catch, catch up on. Okay, here we go. Uh, that's our news and discussion for this week. Next week, peeing in the pool. Nice. <laughs> and old, old towel. Yep. Howl. Howl. Yeah, yeah. How, how, how. <laughs> it's later on. I've got that down. It's later on. <laughs> He's doing pooing. Oh, yeah, pooing in the air. Oh, I tell you, we're class content, don't we? It's, it's, it's beautiful. All right, that's not today. It's the number week. Ready? Here we go. Here we go.
Grouper of the Week. Who sent through this week's one? Good old Freddy. Don't know his last name. B Jax. Maybe scroll down. It might be down the bottom. No, because then I got Freddy. Freddy. Uh, good old Freddy. We like you, Freddy. Freddy sent through this week's age grouper, and it's a guy called Sean Burke. Or Burke. Yeah, Burke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, he's just saying, why, why is he doing this? I believe Sean should be your age group of a week, not just because of his incredibly race at Arizona, especially in those conditions, but Sean is just the great ambassador for triathlon. He's always been more concerned about everyone else than himself and wants to see his friends and clients succeed at any level. Did I mention that he's also a certified triathlon and cycling no, coach? No, you didn't mention well, that. Well, you just did. Yeah. But but yeah, so it's not just a part-time job. It's his real job, a wife and three kids. Uh, Sean is always the first to try out new technology and pass his findings on to the group. He trains harder than anyone I know and takes his training very seriously. Everything he's done is done by numbers. Sean is very analytical. Some would say anal. Some would say anal. Freddie would say anal. Freddie Freddie did say anal about his training methods and it obviously pays off. Check out his Athlinks page to find his results. Maybe we'll do that. Uh, For my first Ironman, Sean flew out to the race just to support me. He wasn't even racing. He just flew out to watch and cheer me on. That's how he is. It's rare to find a friend who will do that. Nice. That is pretty awesome for a coach to do that, it eh? Is. Do you do that? People pay me for my <laughs> <laughs> I'm only hearing excuses. <laughs> Start invoicing me. You want me to come? <laughs> Invoice. <laughs> I'll cheer on the side if you pay for me. <laughs> Some call that prostitution, but you're still going to there. <laughs> that is awesome. We, you know, people like that are so great for our sport because people like Sean obviously just are passionate about sport, eh? I'm pretty sure Sean's got a uh, Iron Man Talk jersey. Oh, well, even better. Yeah, so he's a listener. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, he sent us for his race report. Oh, yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's been a while since this came through. Don't start giving me crap about not reading emails. 19th of April. My memory does not go back. That's that's a full month. That's over a month. <laughs> that's what happens when you have kids, isn't it? You know, memory get whoa. Um, but you know, like guys like Sean are so great for our sport because it's funny, the thing that got me into my sport, into this sport, was actually a guy who was into multi-sport, but he'd just talk about multi-sport, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? And yeah. like, he was my physio at the time, you go get there'd be some injury and you go to the physio, and he'd talk about multi-sport and he had so much passion about it, yeah. and it just opened my eyes up to the idea of doing something like this, and it's people like Sean who get people hooked into our sport, and obviously he just doesn't, you know, have the passion, he obviously backs it up with, you know, the knowledge and he shares the knowledge, and to the point where he actually flies out to watch someone, a mate do a race. He's sharing uh, and caring. Yeah, I have to give slam I am and my mate Fraser they always came and flew to my races and supported nice. me and my mate Jeff and Kate you know I always nice. thought it was bloody awesome of them good. they used to do Ironman drinking right Yeah, that's a good thing at, at Rote don't they have the beer mile where they have a yeah. table which yeah. is a Glenn mile stopped long. and had a drink yeah yeah. I'm sure we will again this year good good old Glenbo <laughs> so yeah uh, what is it Sean Burke you are, you are age, age group of the week. week love your work one, two, three, four, high five. You're going to join me for almost, a second, weren't you? almost cut your lunch. So I'm not really sure how specific this is to Iron Man listeners. Oh, it's very specific. This guy it's is particularly a female Iron Man yeah. listeners. Perhaps not so. But if they're considering for their partner, maybe a few things. Like, okay, so would you do it? Not at this stage. Um, I've got some friends that are contemplating it. Um, they're sort of getting there. They're getting that sort of area. But basically it's a high five on how to survive. But once you've had, how many could you going to have? How many are you thinking? Two. Two's enough? Two's enough. Okay, what if you have twins? Well, then we're screwed. Then we're, then we're having three. <laughs> but after you've had two, are you going to get a snip? Oh, I don't know. Well, yeah. Poor Belinda needs to be on the pill. Uh, you know? Well, well, She's got her whole I'll, life, I'll hormones every month. You know, John, you go, oh, think about her what for about once. What about you? 
I'll get a snip mate, bring it on. <laughs> you don't have to worry about anything, you know, you're safe as houses, bring that on. Anyway, here we go. This is a dedicated subject. Ho ho, many of your listeners were delicate breeding. Oh, whoops, sorry, <laughs> dedicated. Or perhaps have decided that they don't want kids to interfere with their training. It's probably a fair comment. Yeah. So I've decided to do something about it. Here are a few things to think about before visiting your friendly surgeon and becoming a member of Club V. Who sent this through? Neil from Auckland. Neil from Auckland. Who's recently joined the club. <laughs> I love that we share that. He, he authorised me to do that. Um, yeah. Oh, you got the authorisation? Yeah. He, Can you uh, send through photos? No. We could, we could ask so. But he, uh, he had, Actually don't. He had a few negative experiences. Oh, really? Terms, no, in terms of trying to get back into training a little bit too quickly. And, uh, oh, it was does he, does he a bit painful. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Do you want to go one for one? Yep. So first one, think very carefully about this before you go to join Club V. Uh, it can be difficult for a triathlete not to swim, bike, or run for a while. Uh, plus, for at least a few days, you'll probably be walking like John Wayne. I think I could understand that. Plan ahead uh, to a rest period after the big event. That way you won't have to explain to your mates why you can't ride or run with them that week. It's probably a good idea to tell your coach too, just in case he or she schedules in some active recovery. Yeah, do tell your coach before it, you get it done. Is it meant to be painful? Yeah. Well, I'd assume I, I, so. I, I don't know if when it, you actually get it done it's painful, but the um, recovery is quite painful. <laughs> Yeah. The idea of cutting that part of your body just doesn't seem right, does it? It's scary. Uh, I don't actually know exactly what they do. No, yeah. neither. No. It's not something yeah, I've done a lot of research into. No, it's like one of those things when you need to know, you can't yeah. figure it out, but otherwise I don't know. <laughs> Number three, rest is good. Rest um, is good. Rest is good. Pretend it's the day before an Ironman and lie down as much as possible. <laughs> Two days lying down is even better. It's even better. So you've got to pull a few sickies, don't you? Mm. Okay, tra- take the drugs. This one, this is one time you can legitimately enjoy whatever painkiller or other substances the doctor prescribes. Mm. Definitely take the drugs. I will be taking the drugs. Mm. We need to get doctor on actually. Um, what, some to talk stage. about this? No, to talk about pain relief during races if you are injured and what sort of safe to take oh, and what's okay. unsafe to take. Get on to Nat about that. Okay. Number five, uh, this is a great chance to use all those speedos you've collected over the years. Really? <laughs> we had two pairs for the first few days and at least one pair at all times for the next week. Trust me on this one. So I guess you've got to keep things pretty tight down there. I, I mean, you, you may want to get like a smaller pair too. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> saying also try shorts and loose running shorts are, are not, not going to be enough. Oh, so, so obviously you want to keep the package tight. Okay. You don't really wear speedos, though, do you? You wear tri shorts and stuff, don't you? Nah, I've got some speedos. Oh, I'm going to wear those um, ones. Oh, not the pink ones. Yeah, with the flowery ones. Oh. You gave them to me. I know. <laughs> I wear speedos sometimes. Allow at least a week's recuperation under the after the big chop, preferably two weeks. Getting back onto the bike can be an interesting experience for the unprepared, and running will be out of the question for about 10 days. A low aero position on the bike is definitely not recommended. Mm. And this one came in after he'd sent the initial email. Okay, so he even more time to think. I've just thought of a seventh. This one is from my very recent personal experience. This is, don't rip into it as soon as the tackle starts to feel better. There is a good chance of damage, internal bleeding, and extra healing time. There is nothing worse than trying to ride a bike with two grapefruit where your nuts ought to be. Wait a second, rip into what? Training. Oh, <laughs> what about what about the other thing oh, you could right. run <laughs> Like, I wonder how long it is before you can, you know, uh, get amorous. Well, should we ask Neil about that? Shall okay, we? Neil, we want to report on that. Mm. Yeah, photos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on your bike. <laughs> on your bike, that yeah. is. 
Okay. So uh, that's our high five for this week. Thank you, Neil. Are we going to do? We're going to do the pulling on. When are we going to do a normal show again? Uh, probably in France, I'd imagine. Okay, so it could be a few weeks before we do pooing. Pooing on the bike. Yeah. No, pooing. Pooing. Pooing in. And pooing in the woods. It's late. Right, here we go. Website of the week. That's a beautiful website this week, Jumbo. Got it sent in by the man himself who actually runs the website, Chris. Do you know why I love it? Why do you love it? Look at that, free advertising. Oh, we do, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> Anybody who is prepared to put out a logo on their website gets special mention. Yeah, and if you have done that, tell us because we will give you a plug. And this week's special mention goes to trytopics.com. Mm. Which is, at the end of the day, it's another news website, but it's a really good news site because they're great at keeping up to date with the latest news, aren't they? And they also, it's kind of a collective where people can submit stuff, so it's like a pro zone, and I think it's kind of basically a feed site, so yep. a lot of other websites sort of feed into it, so yep. it's got stuff like when we put out our podcast, he'll put a little thing, what's on this week, um, got a lot of pros putting information on there, he clearly keeps on top of all, any press releases go straight up there, um, so yeah, it, it's, it seems to be really staying on top of things, so on the front page you got latest news, you got pro zone, um, you got guys like... Uh, Gina Shoemaker, Blake Beaker, um, Carol Sharpless, uh, David Glover, don't you know yeah, David Glover? Yeah, yeah. Yep, so quite, quite a few guys up there. Um, they've got good articles up there. Then I earned my nickname, Monkey Butt. <laughs> <laughs> they've got new podcasts where we get a feature. Nice. And then they've got a forum on there. Um, and pretty much anybody seems to be able to submit on there. So it's, and he's uh, also got some really cool things where, like, for example, you can get your news going to your phone. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it probably ticks. I don't know how that works, but it obviously ticks it to your phone. And uh, also a newsletter as well. So, hmm. Hmm. But probably the best thing about the site is it's got a link to our site. So we, we always like that. He got some photos to Wildflower. I actually went on and looked at those. They were pretty cool photos. Uh, which Mecca took out? Mecca took out Wildflower. That's right. And, and wasn't yeah, it a, um, a sprint finish, sort of, almost? Yeah, pretty much. And who was it? The guy I interviewed from Spain? Um, Nico Lanos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had to run him down. So it's mm. mm. good stuff. Mm. So com getting all your latest news it is our what is it our website of the week I'm going to put music on ready to go product review centre <coughs> oh, I thought you were going to put music on no I said I wasn't going to put oh, music okay. on maybe I should listen that's what Belinda tells me too is it really <laughs> you should listen to this book okay I've been listening to lots of books lately one called The Relationship Cure oh okay yeah, it was, I've got the audio book John I'll give it to okay. you it's brilliant I have to say life changing oh we've got a text Oh, yeah. It's nice, nice to see we're uh, turning our phones off. No, no, oh, it's on buzzer. You can't okay. hear it. You know. Remember you said that last time. <laughs> yeah, but it was on the table. It was putting on the table. Ringing through my bloody ears. What would you do for an extra four minutes on race morning, John? What would you do? I'd buy a jacket. <laughs> buy a jacket, <laughs> or uh, dry dollars when you stop for food on your ride, or the peace of mind that your earphones. Wires don't get caught up in your aero bars. It's hard to imagine, but you should. Introducing the incredibly practical and sleek T0 jacket with bicep arm zippers guaranteed for the fastest body marking split on the day. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a completely waterproof pouch guaranteed to keep your dry dollar bills and an interior loophole guaranteed to keep your earphone wires on the inside, not making fidgety figures around your aero bars. The new generation of transition gear is here. Come and get it. So 
Go to true-motion.com. We have a link to that on Talk. Now, I'm not much of a fashion man. John, you are fashion. I'm not, but... When I, get, I got this jacket... No, 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 I'll give you some credit here. You're not bad fashion. No. You know how to pull it off. I'll give you some credit. Okay, at the moment. No, at the it's, moment. It's, it's true, so no. At the moment. Okay, that old 20-year T-shirt's not going down too well. Really but, ordinary. But you know how to... You well, know, you no, know, you're not terrible. Is, it's, it's two days before I go. I'm trying to wear them old clothes, uh, so I'm not taking with me, no, so I don't have to no, do it. That's a good washing. strategy. But um, we got these jackets uh, a couple of weeks ago, and no crap, I've had quite a few compliments on them. Really? saying, where did you get that from? Um, and they are good. I, I really like it, actually. I haven't been wearing it fairly regularly. It's starting to get a little chilly over here. And you may not quite appreciate yeah, the, 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 no, the, the zippers on the arms, because when you go to Ironman, you often these days you don't always get numbered on your arms. Yeah. When you go into short course, sort of low-key races, it's a nice cold morning. Um, you can't really be asked taking all your clothes off. So what they've got is a zipper, which basically goes from your elbow up to your sort of shoulder so you just pull that up they can do your little race number you zip it down don't have to take any clothes off it's it's a really good quality jacket as well like the the materials mm. really great eh? I only got mine today so I haven't really had a chance to quite really hammer fitted it. you were saying yeah and um, that's so, it's like that don't we so it's fitted so you, you can't sort of go and put 10 layers on underneath it um it's also the arms are a little bit longer than waterproof windproof three layers of compression of fleece and soft shell weave got a nice little um, zippy thing it's across the It's got the, the finger back. cuff thing eh, for your thumb. Yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So in general, it's it's probably not a jacket I would wear um, going out on long rides or anything like it's that. It's a bit too cool really, isn't it? Yeah. But it's something that I would definitely wear, say you had to bike down to a, a race, you know, if it was yeah. say 5k from your hotel or something like that. It's certainly something you'd wear on the morning of a race. Uh, and if you were, yeah, just going to training and using it as a bit of a warm-up jacket, something like that. And for a jacket prices, it's, it's pretty Bloody reasonable. Price, eh? And what's great is because you're a part of the Ironman Talk community, we've got you a deal. Yeah. So it's $129 US, yep. which I think is bloody reasonable. If you put that into Kiwi dollars, uh, it's probably at the moment probably about 150, 150 160 yep. which is bloody good for a jacket. Yep. Um, but if you put in, what's the code, Bevan? What's the code? Um, you keep talking, John. So you can basically go on to true-motion.com. I don't know where uh, it is. I think it was Ironman Talk or something. You keep talking. You keep talking. Okay, I'll keep talking. Um, what else? So it's $129, yep. but we've got a 15% discount for you guys. There it is. Here we go. Look at that. Don't you love Gmail? 15% discount if you put in the code. Which da, is IMTALK08, and I'm not sure if you have to have it in all um, caps. caps, but you probably want to just for the record. IMTALK08, 15% discount off the T-Zero jacket. But, and all products on True Motion, and True Motion we have talked oh, about okay. in the past, and they've got t-shirts and stuff, which are real nice. Yep. That's probably why you're fashion, John, because we get this free gear. <laughs> you, you know, and <laughs> People start to give me crap the amount of stuff I get these oh, really? days. But anyway, there's your, there's your product. Stop sending him stuff. <laughs> no, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> okay, then. So that's uh, truemotion.com or true slash motion. Dash motion. Dash motion. Dot com. Dot com. Beautiful. Questions and answers. answers. I didn't put any music on either. Okay, there we go. Questions and answers. Who we got up first? We got old Paul. How did you say that last name? Uh, Virigal. And he's an army man. We love the army men, don't we? Because mm. it makes us feel like we're hardcore. Right. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, sir. I have a question for you that maybe some other listeners might be wrestling with as well. My oldest daughter is next in line. And, and next in line, son. Oh, are currently pretty good athletes. No bias, of course. And really like cross-country running. 
I am interested in getting them into the sport of cycling that I have come to love and appreciate over the last few years. I believe taking up cycling has improved my running and reduced stress and injuries in my legs. My two oldest kids are 12 and 13 and I'm about a little hesitant to send them out on the road alone or even take them out with me. I don't mind. I don't mind going out on the street myself, but it would feel horrible if something happened to my kids doing something I started. Right now they have uh, happened... Oh, well, right now they have mountain bikes and just spin around on the street for fun. What are some of your thoughts on getting them out into longer endurance rides that are safe and fun? Mm, this is kind of depends where you live, really. Because yeah. um, we're in Christchurch, New Zealand, where we've got about 350, 400,000. Bevan and I both sort of live on the outer skirts of town. And, and wow, I'll, it's not very big. Nah, I'd feel pretty comfortable on most of the roads around here sending out 12 and 13-year-olds. Um, yeah, so my daughter's 11, and actually it's got her birthday today. So yeah. we had a big day, and I got a new bike today, and this yep. flash bike did well. Yep. But um, I, I'm still not comfortable to let her ride by herself. Yeah, by herself. She's yeah. riding with me, like because I haven't had a car, so she's had to ride on the road with me for um, probably three or four years now. But it's I'm always straight behind me, and I'm mm. always ultra-conscious of the traffic. But... I think within the next six months, because mm. that's one thing they do in New Zealand is they have, um, you get your cycle license and it's a six week program that they go through with the kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's really great and she gets that within the next six months. So once she's got that, yeah. I'll let her stay within the area. But yeah. This is a topic we briefly covered with Dave Scott next weekend in terms of how to get your kids sort of into triathlon. Yeah. Um, but I think really, um, the, 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 rather than worrying so much about their endurance and their aerobic capacity, etc., is um, really trying to get kids' skills up is, is really key because then they will be safer on the road. So, if there's still things like BMX clubs or anything like that, that's a really safe environment, and they're going to get their skills up really, really quickly. Yep. If there's any bike clubs or clubs school clubs, uh, or even track racing, yeah, that kind of stuff. But trying to keep them off busy roads is, is the key. And if you live in a crappy, um, not a crappy area, or in so, Washington. Oh, you're in Washington. That's not yeah, too bad. Is yeah. it Washington DC yeah. or Washington? Yeah, DC. Washington DC. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what it's like to ride there, but just drive somewhere at the weekends into a national park or something, and uh, generally a lot safer there. But yeah, it's it's a tricky one. Yeah, um, and, and I totally understand. Like if my daughter died because I let her go riding. Yeah, oh, man. but the main thing is if you go if you are going out on the ride, uh, the road choose a wide road. Try to ride two abreast, and and you be on the outside. Get them um, that real bright clothing and stuff yeah. like that. And, and that that is something that I'm doing now. The geeky clothing. Um, you look like a bit of a plonker. But, but hey. these days, I I probably. Seven times out of ten now, I do wear something bright when I'm going out riding. Well, um, as a cyclist, it's your job to make sure people see you. Mm. You know, you can't expect that people are going to see you. And so, especially for your kids, you know, and they might not like it. So you may have to find some kind of cool reflective gear, which mm. may be more encouraging for them. But but yeah, in general, quick answer would be try to work on their skills a bit more and maybe try to encourage a bit more off-road stuff, the mountain biking side of things. If they really want to get their endurance up later on, you can worry about that when they're more sort of 14, 15-year-old, and that's when they can get on the road by themselves. Good old Hal sent us through an Ironman, a bit of a report. We talked about the TriTalk self-supported Ironman race, which um, they put on, you know, where you do it by yourself. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure if this is a disappointment, but they had like 20 people who were kind aiming to do it, and only two actually finished it. Hmm. So I wonder how many actually started, on a 20 started, but so fascinating, only two finished it. It sounded like a lot of them uh, didn't plan on finishing. They were using it as a training day, so oh. maybe do a swim bike or something like oh, okay. that. Okay. Um, so old old Hal by himself pulled off a nine thirty one. Ain't a bad day. Eh? <laughs> pretty solid. That's pretty awesome. Fifty four swim, five thirteen bike. He did it in loops. Really? Yeah, he sent me through another email saying I think I got it in here somewhere. He sent me through like loops of what he was doing, and I was like, Ugh. 
I realised we talked about this the other day, but I realised um, the acronym they did there, HTFU. Have you figured that one out yet? Um, no. Yeah. 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 F up. Is that not the one they sent the picture with all the snow and stuff on, or was that a different one? Maybe. Yeah. No, no, that was a race. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, self-supported. Everyone did it in their own areas. Right. Yeah, it wasn't like everyone got together. Does it was it, just like at the same not, time they were doing it. It's not saying that fascinates me going out and doing a self-supported. And we're, we're going to give Peter Kusick. Kusick, who's uh, one other finisher. Yeah, he Eleven fifty-four, one twenty-four swim, six eighteen run, and three forty-eight. Uh, six six eighteen bike, three forty-eight run. Just right. a solid run. The first two. You know, yeah. comp- relatively, uh, but slow in the runs. It's great. Well yeah. done, you guys. Yeah, man, good effort. Yeah, okay. Uh, we've got another one from John S. And uh, he's just saying, uh, we're talking about Colostrum on the show. Colostrum, we talked about this a few weeks ago. and um, Yeah, this was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently it's now been banned, or you've got to be very, very careful, because a lot of the Colostrum um, that is out there uh, has uh, HGH or some sort of it's growth got, factor it, it, one insulin growth factor one and growth um, hormone which is a banned substance so you know if they're feeding the the cows or whatever these sorts of things obviously that sort of gets transfused and you've got to be uh pretty careful so i hope mac has uh, looked into that and cameron brown you were saying takes yeah, it as yeah, well definitely. okay so, so where's the website for the guessing game can you remember the website? Okay. website okay you keep talking what was the final one down the bottom there? Oh, so we had okay, some, this one here. We had some more it. feedback from Iron Man China. So we want to make sure that our Iron Man China feedback is balanced because there were some good things and some bad things that were happening over there. Um, so Linda Rika sent us in saying she heard about what we were talking about Iron Man China. She said it was damn hot. The headwind uh, took so much out of us. Sometimes I felt like I was standing still. The bottles, they were told before the race that they weren't going to get bottles. Um, they ran out of money um, and couldn't get Gatorade because all the bottles were apparently going up to the Olympics. So uh, I still don't buy that as a legitimate excuse, but at least they, everybody was well aware of it and they could have been prepared. Um, and we were saying that it didn't look like there was many spectators there, but apparently there were thousands of spectators but out on the course. But they the finishing shoot. But it was just the finishing yeah. shoot. They didn't have them, but out in the villages, apparently it was fantastic. It had she actually sent me through some up. photos, which uh, were pretty... Here we go. Good. So, uh... I've got, hold on, we'll just finish off these okay, last so. couple of points. Uh, what else did she say... As for the conditions, there was a typhoon that passed two days before the race, which is probably why the strength of the headwinds, uh, they weren't that strong out the week after, and also the heat was a huge factor. The race was an incre- incredible experience aside for the tough conditions, and I would highly recommend it to people. So Linda, who's from New York, reckons I'm in China. I'll close my eyes. I'll close my eyes. Oh, okay, this. here we go. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll turn the computer around, maybe. Okay, okay. Okay, so I'm going to turn the computer around. So... <clears throat> We've done this, this, this is our third time at doing this. Over the last few weeks, we haven't had too much luck with the old, uh, with the Skype connection, and uh, a while ago I said to John, do you, he claimed that he could name every champion in short course triathlon yep. ever, ever. Yep. And we did it two weeks ago, and immediately two weeks ago he was pretty sharp. I got then, about 80%, Yeah, I? and then the time after that, you went down to like 60%. It was... It was My miserable. confidence is waning by the So you haven't practiced two percent, you promise? Played. And I've actually I've Co- forgotten swear on your boy's life? I've forgotten quite a few of the ones from last time. Okay. So I'm hoping there's some that you're not gonna ask me because I'll struggle. Okay. Here we go. First of all, so so I'm gonna name a year, John's gonna name who won the world championship in that year. Nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. Because I remember which ones you struggled with. Ninety <laughs> nine. Oh, <laughs> I have a feeling if that, if that was in Australia, if it was in, uh, it, 
what the hell, uh, Loretta, no, not Harrop, um, Nicole Hackett, possibly, on oh, the girls. girls Nicole Hackett on the girls, and maybe Olivier Marceau. Was that the year they won? Sorry, John. Zero you are the weakest link. <laughs> oh, no, zero from two. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay, then. That was year 2000. Oh, okay. You got the correct, but you got the year wrong. Right. 1998. Oh, I know who 99 was, I think, now. Okay, who was, was 99? Uh, Simon Lessing and... No, no, Dimitri Gag oh, and... Oh, you were lucky. Uh, Loretta Harrop. That oh, was, you see, just I, pulled it back I need out. the location. That was in, um, in Canada, and they did it around the racing track, the Formula One racetrack. Kazakhstan. Yep, Kazakhstan. Yeah. Dimitri Gag. Sprint finish, yeah, sprinted uh, Simon Lessing. Okay, what about 1994? Oh, that's just too easy. It was in Wellington. It was Spencer Smith. Smoked everybody. Oh, nice. And on the... Were you there? Yep, I was racing. Juniors. Oh, how'd you go? Uh, pretty ordinary. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, Spencer Smith won the, girl, the guys, and who won the girls? Um, Emma Carney won the girls. Okay, then. In 1996, there was a phenomenal time of 139. Who did that? 95 was 94 was Wellington 95 I thought was Cancun 96 maybe 96 was Cancun no 96 was Cleveland 96 was Cleveland and I was there as well I was also racing I had you on that so, one so uh, oh, I think I got about 23rd in the juniors something like that it was, it was okay I was hoping for top 20 okay. so 96 was Simon Lessing nice and the girls was probably Jackie Gallagher I think love your work Jombo nice okay then 07 uh, 07 come on this should be easy was that 07 was oh that's uh, what was Olympic year Olympic, last Olympic year was 2004, so we're at 2000, 2007 was last year. Where the hell was that held? Crikey Dick. <laughs> Who's the world champ? See? <laughs> um, God, I thought that was like a silly one. Where the hell did they have it last year? Come on, John. The listeners are oh, waiting. I'm drawing a blank here. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have people count down? Oh, no, uh, Daniel Unger. Oh, just out of the depths of despair. Germany. Uh, who won the girls? Oh, it would have either been Fernandez or Snow, so I'll go with Fernandez. No, you were lucky you went with her. Okay, what about 1991? Last, last one, 91. It was Orlando in 90, 91 was pretty sure it was in Australia. And Miles Stewart won the guys, if it was in Australia, and the girls... May have been Joanne Ritchie, maybe. Mate, you proved yourself again. We well, and you are no longer the weakest link. That was beautiful work. Oh. I think you, I'd give you about eighty percent then. Yeah, yeah. You were yep. a bit weak at the start, but you came back. You redeemed yourself and to got, prove that you aren't ignorant when yeah. it comes to triathlon. <laughs> got two Kiwis in there. Bevan Doherty won the guys in two thousand and four, and Aaron Baker won the girls in nineteen eighty nine. So it's good to see some Kiwi representation. So nineteen eighty nine, Mark Cullen was the short course champ mm-hmm. and the Ironman champ. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And was Erin there as well? Uh, I don't know. She won kind of twice. I'm not sure if it was in eighty nine. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. That is interesting. I don't think she did. Because yeah. I remember watching the DVD of the Iron War. Yeah. And I'm sure I'd remember if she had won that. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm pretty sure it was the first year. Newbie Fraser won. Yeah. Or maybe it was the second year and she did a fast time. She went sub nine or something. Yeah, I remember the year she went sub nine. That was... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Finally got there with yeah. that one. <laughs> we finally got there. <laughs> okay. What's this one? 
Uh, somebody sent us in an email just about the um, Victor Conte uh, letter and Dwayne Chambers scenario. So for the UK listeners, they'll be they'll know a lot about this. But I don't know what you're talking about? Um, the whole Balco thing in the States um, with all the, the drug issues, uh, Dwayne Chambers was a UK sprinter who was banned, uh, denied taking drugs for a oh, long yeah. time, recently admitted to it. Uh, oh, really? And with Victor Conte, which is a guy who supplied pretty much all the top guys, if you go onto bbc.co.uk, you'll see the whole letter in its entirety, uh, and it's just incredible. But does he own up? Yeah, yeah, he's the guy who supplied. Does he name names? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, there's a lot of crap going down. Really? He was just saying the links that people go to, uh, athletes will go to, to avoid detection. And he says, you know, they're doing all the race testing. This is more for track and field. They do the yeah, testing when they're at the races. Yeah. But the he's saying the time they need to be doing the testing is out-of-season testing because that's when they're all pumping the drugs yeah. and when they're doing their really heavy training. Um, and he's saying things like athletes uh, to avoid uh, the detect the the testers coming around. They'll fill their voice message uh, their messages up on their mobile phones so people can't leave messages oh. and so they can't be tracked. And they've got this three strikes before you're out. If you if you if you get called up and you're supposed to be somewhere and you're not there, that's one strike. Oh, so you stay you off do, the drugs for the yeah. Then you've got another strike and you go, well, I've got to stay off the drugs now for 18 months before this. So before it sort of one gets washed off and. Oh. Oh, it's fascinating stuff. But if you have any names, names. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah. So why did he come out? Oh, he's he's trying now to clear his name. Yeah. Oh. But if you go to bbc.co.uk, oh, um, you'll be able to search through that and uh, fascinating stuff. There's actually a good interview on there with Victor Conte himself for about seven or eight minutes. Just a couple of quick things. We did the uh, review of the G. TD, which is the Getting Things Done book that I was talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's a really good article on some website that, who sent this through to me? Um, Anthony Mowers, and it's a really good uh, article that kind of wraps up what the book's all about. It's quite long, but it's really worth reading, so I'll put that on um, at our website section at the bottom of our www.ironman talk this week. Also, someone sent us through an article on Andy Potts that was in the New York Times. Was, I think it was something to do with his wife. Uh, yeah, cancer and cancer. stuff like that. Yeah, and so uh, we've put that on talk as well. And then that's something else I had to do. And also, I had to give a big plug. What's my Ironman talk here? To Mark Hughes and John. Big shout out for the boys. I can't remember why, but it's written on my to do list. Because I read Mark the book. And John. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I didn't know who John's last name was. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good Mark first Hughes. name anyway. Because he said his, he showed it to his mum. Right. And his mum would think he was famous. Nice. And we love that stuff, don't we? Yeah. Anything else I need to do? No? Done. Okay, so, sponsors. What's going to be a long one? Coffeesofhawaii.com. Coffeesofhawaii.com is en route, en route. To, <laughs> en route to France for Camp Kikar. Oh, is he doing and it? And Epic Camp. Oh, yep. oh, no, coffee. <laughs> Not Albert. No, the coffee <laughs> is on its way. So all you guys, the camp is now full. Yeah, it's full. We had to turn people down, didn't we? Yeah, we've got somebody on the waiting list. You snooze, you lose, guys. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Um, so Coffees of Hawaii will be sampled by everybody over there, and it's going to be delicious. We've got some other stuff coming for the camp as well, haven't we? We have. So other sponsors of the camp, we're going to have uh, Alvin Cooney, yeah. Alvin Connor products. Yeah. We've got Blue 70. Yeah, um, Australian. And Gliding On. Everybody who comes on the camp is going to get a copy of Gliding On. Mm. So we're doing, we're doing the work, aren't we? We'll discuss what well, gliding, you're doing the work. I just take the credit. We'll discuss what Gliding On is when we're on the camp. Mm. But uh, Coffees of Hawaii, anyway. Coffees of Hawaii is the world's best coffee. It's all made in Hawaii. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, keep talking because I'm losing my voice. <coughs> and it's also giving back. We support the revitalisation of both the culture and ecology of our home. Hawaii is beautiful. Hawaiian that's Islands. Funny. That's why we are donating 1% of revenues to this cause. So that's it. 
So uh, look, looking after the locals. You're looking after the locals. I gave some to my dad. Yeah, he's liking it. <sighs> he's loving it. Son, I'll take my, you on a two-week holiday. My dad. I've spent last. I went to Bali and I spent it with yeah. my dad, and he loves coffee. Yeah, <laughs> he l- l- loves it. So trust me, if you want to impress someone who loves coffee. Coffees of Hawaii present, is where it's at. Present potential there for you. Yeah, Recur- exactly. There's, a, there's recurring delivery over here. You get recurring presents yeah, exactly. every Christmas. Showing that you care. And guys are like that because guys are hard to buy for. Actually, this is a good present for a guy, isn't mm-hmm. it? Because mm-hmm. if you do you buy presents for your dad? Occasionally, yeah. <laughs> at the right time of the year. Birthday's Christmas. And do you struggle to buy presents or do you get Belinda yeah. to do that? <laughs> yeah, well, Belinda's a good shopper. <laughs> she is a very good shopper. Does your dad like coffee? He does. You could probably get this get, you know. <laughs> I could work it in. I could work it in. <laughs> Just take home some home from the camp. Nice. No, because we encourage you guys buying it. So get some coffees of Hawaii. Best coffee in the world. We're going to go to Try Buys at the moment. Actually, you keep talking, John. Trybuys.com. We had an email from Cameron saying... Oh, you read that email? That, yep. The okay, bike good. is going to be drawn in June. Yep. Uh, so you make sure you get on there in the next couple of weeks if you haven't already signed up for the Seppo bike that's going to be on a prize draw. Did you get the email that we got today? Yep, we'll save that or not. I wasn't sure. I haven't read it yet. Yeah, I'm just going to read it. So what we need to say is that you've got to get signed up for this bike now. Yeah. Um, one other cool thing that's going to be happening from Tribuys. Well, wait, wait. We want an Ironman talk listener to win it, don't we? We do. And come on. So let's just assume that one of us win it. That means it could be you. Mm. Well, not you. No. But you, the listener. Exactly. And so I'm thinking, go on, get on there and just sign up. It's as simple as ABC. And there's still sale items on there. I was speaking to a girl I've been giving a program who's going to World Short Course Champs. She said she just bought a couple of pairs of shoes off there. She's got them sent out in New Zealand. She said it was a bargain. Uh, oh, and it's yeah. funny you should bring up that page there which has got the Giro helmet on it well it's funny I, I subconsciously knew you needed it yes because I've been doing a little bit of work in the background while you've been away and in terms of our little competition when uh, we have our race off and oh you've got rides, a helmet now have you we've got some prizes we, we haven't this competition isn't live yet but you'll be able to bet on the difference between Bevan and I uh, and Rote. Um, the, the, Just be di- warned, there'll be a big... <laughs> it's <laughs> distance, isn't it? It's, it's time between two. You've okay. got to guess the distance, the time between the two of us. Yep. Uh, and you need to donate money, and we're going to put that money to a charity. Which so do we, we say, decide. what, five bucks a person, or do we say you well, just we'll, donate? We'll have a minimum of, say, ten bucks per person, okay. and anybody can donate as much as they like. Yep. We're going to have probably... But do we say, like, per credit, per... You know what no. I mean? Like, do you get more guesses per ten dollars, or...? No, no. You just gotta. Okay. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Because anyway. you can get your sister to do one for you, and then your uncle yeah, Bob. And, you could. You could. Yeah. Um, but the winners are going to get. Uh, uh, there's going to be a Giro helmet from Tribuys. Oh, really? A pair of Giro glasses. Really? We've got some coffee from Coffees, Coffees of, Hawaii, of Hawaii. And we're going to have some stuff from Blue 70. So we're going to have probably a first, second, and third um, place, but it's going to be worthwhile entering and supporting a and good it's cause. It's a cool looking helmet, too, eh? Mm. I don't know if it's exactly that helmet, but it's a Giro helmet. But that one's a cool looking helmet. It was a cool helmet. Yeah, Giro helmets are cool. Trybuys.com. Yeah, it's got, we'll talk about that in a minute. Athlinks.com. So this week on Athlinks, you're going to be able to go on there and you're going to be able to comment on our blog. Yep, I haven't been on Athlinks.com because this has been away, so I'm sure I've got a few friends to sign up with. But great place to kind of meet up for your friends, and we want you to go on there this week and put your blog entries in. And yes, it will be very interesting to see yeah, how it goes. Mm. Get some more races. I haven't done any races. I haven't been submitting any races lately. I've done a couple of bike races the last couple of weeks, but they don't put the results online for them. How'd you on those? I'm going to get smacked in road. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you about that in a second. Okay. Um, funny stories. Um, yes, yeah, so you need to sign on there and you need to get a... Uh, yeah, I'm just signing in right now. A few friends. We've got some good ads on here too. Yeah. yeah. Adlings.com, fantastic place to store all your race results. 
43 unread messages. Yeah, there. I know. I need to sharpen up. But yeah, just in terms of if you can't get the link through from ironman.com, you go to athlinks.com, click on the group directory, uh, go to i for ironmantalk.com, and you can go on there, you'll be able to see the blog discussion, and you can comment on that, and uh, we're away laughing. And it's, uh, obviously lots of people have joined that group of Iron Man Talk because we've got, the numbers are growing up huge. Yeah. yeah so when you join Athlinks... Pretty, pretty, pretty small compared to what we know, how many listeners are out yeah, there. Yeah, it's actually, so sharpen up team. Yeah, but we're getting up there. Yep, there you go, Iron Man Talk. Simply awesome. Makes a monotony of training. Who was that? I'm going to give them a plug. <laughs> Who was that? Come on. Oh. oh, I'm loving this. It's cool because if you, then you go on and you do your own stuff, it shows up in the Iron Man Talk community, which is great. Hmm. Um, but wait a second. Who was that? Because they deserve a plug. Andrew mm. Jackson. Nice work, Andrew. Andrew, you're probably out running right now, mate. We said your name. You're a legend. Mm. Go a little bit faster, please. Yeah. Yeah. Pull those knees up. Drop it down to a three-minute K now. <laughs> three-minute K now. <laughs> so, sponsors. Oh, Coffees of Hawaii. Tribos.com and Athlinks.com. Uh, what else do we have to say? Um, Camp Kierkegaard. Well, you can't get on it now, so you just have to wait. You're just going to have to listen into all the, the action. I've been thinking about more games for a games night. Good. Make sure you give me a games night. I tell you what, we've got a punishment if anybody gets out of line. Oh, really? Yep. What's changing Thomas's poo nappies. Oh, well, I won't be getting out of line. Good. I didn't even change my daughter's nappies. Good. I'll give you a trick. Okay, so listen up. When you when when you got a kid, because you like changing nappies. Not especially. No, and, and and you know what? I've got this theory in life. The things you hate doing, be really incompetent at, because mm-hmm. then people would want you to do it. And so when I had Tyler, I hated changing nappies. And so what I would do is I'd look like I was really incompetent at it. So the woman would be all looking around at me, and, and I'd drop the nappy. Oh, no, no, oh, and I'd fumble. Oh. And i go, oh, give it here, Bevan. And they loved, you know, because they thought I was a young yeah. man and all stupid and never had to change the nappies. Uh, I'm, I'm there I'm, I'm in free quality I, I help out okay well I wasn't uh, jerseys if you want a jerseys and Amazon we've talked about stuff lots if you've got any email questions www.ironmantalk at gmail ironmantalk at gmail.com yeah and anything else John's coaching website coachjohnnewsome.com yeah my new podcast got to spell it right if you want to get there Forever Fitness, um, Ish and Bevan is the website, but you can just go to I'm and Talk and there's a link to it on there. And it's seems to be kicking ass, which um, for you loving. girls is a porn star picture of Bevan and naked on his bicycle. That's quite disturbing. <laughs> I have had quite a few comments yeah. about that. And I don't know if this has come up in the shows because we've had so many edited out. Bevan did get his bottom spank for spelling my name wrong. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also but it's been correct. Bevan's, Bevan's. No. Okay, you go. What you been up to, John? Uh, what have I been up to? Well, tell me about soccer racing. I, I've done two last two Saturdays. Um, there's a winter series here, 45k races. Um, okay, so you bike out there. You're yeah, bike out there. First first week, there was a few triathletes in the group, and I just attacked, attacked, just attacking all the time. Got a really good workout. It was absolutely rooted at the end. Never yep. got away. I didn't expect to, but it was a good workout. So went back next week. I thought I'm just going to play it a bit different this week. Yeah. And uh, you, basic, you basically ride about. Five k. No, no. You go. You go about five k down the road. Then you come to a roundabout where you make a right hand oh, turn. Lincoln. Yep. Okay. And then you go from there. Probably another. <clears throat> I don't know. Fifteen k down the road before the turnaround. Get to the roundabout. I thought I'm going to put a bit of pressure on here. Oh, see nice. if anybody wants to go. Broke away. <clears throat> turn around. Nobody there. Oh, great. <laughs> Com- committed. Just sat in threshold pace and uh, stayed off the front for about fifteen k. Oh, really? And then uh, annoyed everybody when they caught me back up. If anybody tried to make a breakaway, I just sat on the front and just cranked it, cranked it up, and uh, sort of discouraged any breakaways. So and had you and then, it came, then it came to sprint, and I was pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> I really wonder why I even bothered. <laughs> I 
always get the timing wrong too. Uh-huh. I always go way too early, yeah. and then I know that too, but I still get all excited. And yeah. uh, they're a lazy bunch. They suck. Just sit on you. I know it's tactics. Yeah. But they just sit on you. Sit, your heart, on you sit on you. What else have you been doing? Uh, training's going okay. Just doing what I have planned, which isn't as much as I'd like to do, but just sitting in around fifteen hours a week. Um, yep. When I was up in Kaiteri, where the show got a bit screwed up, I had a good week up there. Twenty hour week, did oh, a nice. two hundred k ride and a threat, backed it up with a three hour run, so it was good. Nice. So yeah, just and off to forward. Poland. Off to Poland. Leave on Thursday. Have about uh, nine ten days there. Then head over to Italy. It's a hard life. It is. Albert was saying we, we're always on holiday, you and I. Oh, yeah. Life is a holiday, We're working Albert. holiday. You know, we're working hard. Yeah. Anything that's else? Anything it. else? No. Going to miss my little Tommy. Tommy started walking this week. Oh, that's exciting. Well, tell us pretty, more. That was pretty cool. They always fall over, eh, because they can't walk that long. Yeah. yeah. Belinda was sort of giving me a lot of crap saying he's going to be walking when you're away. So I just said, Tommy, dig a little deeper. Oh, Dig true. a little deeper. And he started nice. walking. Nice. Were you there at the moment? Uh, I missed the first one, but I've, yeah. I've had plenty since then. Oh, so when we meet in Frankfurt Airport, he's going to come running towards me, no. jump all over me. I wish I was there to see it. Yeah, you know, we can do some video footage. Do a Make video sure you podcast. Do. We'll put it on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's about it. Then well, you, you've had a good holiday. I had a great holiday actually. Bali, you've been to Bali? I haven't been to Bali. So if you're close to Bali, it's a great place to go. The reason it's a great place to go is that the activities that you can do are just so cheap. So for example, my dad and I went diving, we went four-wheel mm. driving. You know, every second day we'd do a really great activity. And that, my food and my shopping, I spent 900 New Zealand the whole 11 days I was there. You know, it's just so cheap. You do get a little bit sick of the sales people on the street. Yeah. You know, they can be a little bit annoying. But for, And this, it's just such a backward country in a way is that, like, I went diving, and I don't, I've only dived once in my life. I haven't had a ticket. And you, apparently my dad's got his ticket. He said, you should normally only go to 12 metres. Yeah. I went 30 metres. <laughs> oh, well, that's pretty full on. Yeah, and but I was okay. And, uh, and I went at shipwreck, and I shouldn't yeah. have done any of it. And yeah. you get away with murder. So yeah. that was pretty cool. And uh, I pretty much just ran the whole time I was there. I did a little with swimming and they had a stationary bike but I ran a lot which is actually quite good I'm feeling quite good, good. running at the moment um, what else is there to say the, the love life's going quite well John nice yeah, yeah. Um, you, after that book you've read or that audio book you listened tell to tell you what I did John what yeah. I did is I wrote a letter when I was in Bali oh right wrote a letter and postcard or letter no a letter because what I did is the week before I was in Auckland did the postcard right and then when I got back from Auckland I was back from Auckland a couple of days met up with her and she was like oh I was really impressed with that it was really nice and I was like yeah you know postcards are nice to get yeah and, and well, so then she goes to me if you were to write me a letter in Bali I'd be well impressed <laughs> you know what I did John yeah I delivered nice and you know what brownie points to the max yeah probably. and that's what I'm going to tell you guys at the stage but it's, it's exciting times in Bevan James Isles' life at the nice. moment and uh, there'll be more news soon, but I'm just kind of trip feeding you. We're going to get a name one day soon. Yep, uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> no, <still> confidential. <laughs> Training wise, things haven't been going so well. It's been a really frustrating time. Literally didn't ride my bike for three and a half weeks. Mm. So it hasn't been ideal. And, uh, You've got seven and a half weeks. Yeah, I figure I'm just going to have to live like a madman for the next five weeks until mm. I go to Germany or until I head to France. And. Uh, Yep, it's going to be an interesting race, but I'm, um, you know, no, no, we'll see how it goes. You can run well enough, you'll be fine. <laughs> I'm not looking for excuses, I'm just, yeah, I'm looking for excuses. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next week we've got Dave Scott on the show, it's a great interview. Make sure you tell your friends about this one, because, it's yeah, a good one. yeah, it really is, and Dave, he's a really good interview, and he gives me a bit of shit, what yeah. about that. Yeah, I don't think he was expecting the interview to be quite as long as what it was. Like yeah, I think it was there. over it by the end. <laughs> he was, he was ready to get out of there, but we, we hung, him, hung him in there. We were trying to get the air out for you guys. We, <laughs> we got there. We succeeded. So, <laughs> so that's uh, this week's show. Uh, let's finish it off. Yep. We're, uh, just over the next, uh, probably over the next two yeah, months, we yeah. could have a few 
ups and downs. Well, I'll be. I'll be uh, we'll definitely get some, a show out every week. Yep, I'll be yep. doing some coverage from Epic Camp. Um, we'll have to probably do a couple of Skype shows that are not we know are not always the best, but we'll do our we'll do our best to do the best for you yeah. guys. And we'll do some on Camp Kiatar. Camp Kiatar, definitely. Yeah. And then we have some fantastic coverage from Rote as well. Yeah, so. we'll get all the interviews with the stars it's again. So. Interesting stuff coming ahead. Oh, it's good times. Right I'm Russ. I'm Endo. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. On our team. Magic. Yes.